what is up everybody welcome to the left hand backhand podcast it is your boy michael joined as always with lincoln um coming back from a little bit of a extended break the pro tour was over in europe so were we psych just kidding um but we just took a little break that'd be be cool yeah right i my whole instagram feed everyone else is in europe so i'm glad i'm not there right now um and you know we can't afford to get over there so yeah maybe not this year maybe our podcast budget will grow next year and uh we can yeah we can yeah we can live podcast budget next year yeah (laughs) we'll we'll be the the host for the uh, european tour next year so they'll they'll host us over there for the whole the whole summer um so yeah we're back again with another podcast we're going to recap the pcs open and the european open um we're going to go over some Jill's choice have a little fun with that talk about um new discs in my bag and possibly lincoln's um seeing if you want to add it to your bag as well to you listeners and we'll just round it out with a little two-minute drill of what we're looking forward to um this week uh coming up in in our disc golf life so We'll uh, get it started with the PCS Open. How much uh, coverage were you able to consume? So the break that we were on was a little bit my fault. I went to kind of a spontaneous trip out to Oregon to go visit my parents. Also stopped in Idaho and saw my sisters, my grandparents. Kind of just made it a long extended trip. So my uh, disc golf consumption was lesser than a normal regular week if you will mm-hmm. but i was able to catch a couple rounds before i fell asleep i i literally fell asleep watching disc golf because i was just playing golf and disc golf in oregon which was super fun i got to play a few new courses which was sweet uh so i watched round one and i watched the final round of the pcs open and then i did not because i don't think we are able to uh watch the european open Correct. Not yet. I mean, if you paid the Disc Golf Network some extra money or you were a member, um, you could watch it. Um, but yeah, I did not watch it live or anything, but um, the PCS Open was super fun. Uh, Paul Macbeth kind of not coming out of nowhere because he's been over there for a long time, um, but going into the final round down by two strokes and then storming back to take the victory by five strokes um yeah five. that was that was the kind of the craziest part of it was that yeah it wasn't like anybody was really competing with them for the last like seven eight holes yeah i mean it it didn't like look Calvin like almost came back yeah and it, it was weird because they weren't making dumb mistakes but paul just executed perfectly like every time he he went six under on the back nine. Um, I heard somewhere that, that that was the hardest back nine, like scoring average wise, that the pro tour has faced all year. Um, no way, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. So I I don't remember where I heard that from. One of the podcasts I listened to. Um, I'm sure it's on Statmando, but um, shout out yeah. to them giving well, us all these awesome points. Yeah. It it was kind of interesting to see paul in that stretch because it wasn't like he was just lights out like yes he did shoot six down but it wasn't it didn't feel like he was just like 
totally just destroying the field. Yeah. It was like every time people whose scores were close to him birdied, he birdied. Yeah. And every time he parred, they parred. So it was like he kind of just built this lead and then he just like maintained it and just yeah. executed down the stretch like yeah. old Paul Macbeth. And that's what it kind of looked like and reminded me of, of like Paul of old where he would play not necessarily perfect, but he would be on his A game and all those around yeah, him would exactly. crumble. It looked like one of those lead cards where you get those shaky legs. Oh my God, Paul is chasing me. He's close. Now he's tied. I forgot how to throw a Frisbee again. And him being calm, cool, and collected just went out and executed. So it it was kind of really cool to see um, that that side of him again, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't quite the um, the whole. I know Trevor and Hunter like to talk about momentum, um, and Brody disagrees that momentum is a thing in disc golf, but. I now have to agree with Brody of going into the European Open, you would have thought, who is stopping Paul Macbeth? You know, he wins by five. He's been over there for six months, uh, six weeks, just like playing playing well when the Americans come over. Um, goes out first round, shoots really well. Um, I think he was two or three off the, the lead. Um, but then that second round just, fell flat. Um, I don't know if that's when he got his injury, which caused him to DNF in the end, but yeah. Yeah. They, from what, what uh, I'm going off of what foundation said, he injured his shoulder going back out after a round and throwing on a hole that he wanted to better execute Yeah, for the next day's round. And that was after round two, apparently. Yeah. So I guess he must have tweaked it, and I don't know if he just was like, "Yeah, I'm far enough out of it, and yeah. it's win or go home for me at all times." So I don't really care. Like, yeah. I wonder if that was kind of his thought process. But uh, I guess coming back to your first point, momentum and disc golf. You don't think it's real, or did you think it's real? And maybe this is just evidence of it not being real. I thought it was like I was more on the camp of. It is real, but I think it's to a lesser degree now than what I thought. Um, I just think... I think the disc golf field is too strong that you can't just have momentum carry you. Yes, You have to be on your A game, just like Paul was at the PCS Open. Yeah. I think momentum plays a huge role in putting, though. Yeah. Because you can get on putting hot streaks, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, if you just go into a, a round or a tournament feeling like I'm making everything from 50 and in, like, that's just a mental state. And if you keep that going, that's that to me is momentum. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, there's not anything that a competitor can do against you, right? It's not like in soccer where yeah, you don't you don't have your defense. team is on a roll. Yeah. Yeah, and and their game plan just you know stunts you. Yeah, that doesn't happen in golf. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's yeah. not a 
it's not a science, so we can't definitively say one way or another. No. But I think momentum does have a, a role in terms of just your mental aspect. For sure. And putting is 75% mental, if not more. Yeah. So that's just my thoughts. Yeah. I did, um I just yeah, like it is an individual sport. I, I I think it's a lot closer to like golf and you see these golfers, you don't see the same five people at the top of the leaderboard on the PGA tour. Anyway, there, mm-hmm. there are some of the big names that are closer and are vying for wins, but more consistent, more consistently, but they are not always the same four people, a Calvin Gannon, like Ricky and used to be Paul always at the top. Um, so yeah. I, I, I think just like the PGA tour, the PDGA pro tour has expanded and there are now you do have to come in and you have to play an a plus graded tournament from start to finish you can't have any let offs yeah. you can't have many if any bad rounds or blow up holes um which we can talk about blow up holes in a in a in a second um yes. but yeah you you definitely it's less momentum because there are so many more people who can come out and compete week in and week out. Yeah. So even if you are riding a high feeling good, if all of a sudden you're bringing your B plus game, there's 10 people that are bringing their A game that next tournament, that next round. So. Yeah. Paul, Paul and Ricky five years ago or six years ago, whatever it was when it was just them back and forth and back and forth. The two of them could show up with their B game and compete with somebody else's A game. Yes. The field is just too strong, yep. which segue into the European Open. Corey Ellis, a player who was finishing really strong at the end of last year. Yeah. Kind of not popping up as much as I expected to see him this year. Yeah. I don't but he think he comes and takes it down, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't think he's done. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, but yeah, you keep talking, but yeah, he has not coming off of last year. You expected him to be more talked about. Um, yeah. Well, he almost won the MVP open last year until he choked it on 18 and let Simon. Yes. Take the win or yeah. I feel like Simon didn't win it. I feel like Simon was gifted the MVP open last year. Uh, which foreshadowing to his MVP change a little bit. I thought yeah. that was kind of you know some po- poetic irony. Uh, but he finished well there. I want to say it was D Glow that yep. he and Calvin Klein were back and forth on. So he, uh, I think it was two... Calvin. Or sorry, Kyle yeah. Klein. Did I say Calvin Klein? No, but I think for D Glow, wasn't it Corey and and Calvin? Not Kyle. I think it was Kyle. I think Kyle won it. Unless that was two years ago. But either way, he was still battling and competing at elite series events at, uh, you know, bigger A tiers. Yeah. And you saw his name popping up as the season grew on. Yep. And uh, freaking props to him. He won a major. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, talk about, like, your your first kind of what well, was his first win on the 
pro tour elite and um major like having it be a major is kind of yeah kind of awesome yeah i mean ricky has won a major since 2015 or something like that 17 17 world world at 2017 yeah for ricky that's a long time for anybody else yeah that they're just you're happy to get one blessed to be yeah yeah for sure um but yeah, do you want to? I again, we haven't watched this, so yeah. When tournament coverage does come out for us, we will obviously have our own eyes. But based on story that we've heard, and based on following the tournament live, do you want to walk us through what happened with good old Anthony Barella and sure. his caddy Paul Macbeth? I I watched, like not live, but I watched the um, Pro Tour highlight. highlights. Yes. Yeah. And. It's a par four, and there's a small island. It's one of the most famous courses in Europe. Yes. Um, there's a, a small island, um, big landing zone for the drive, and then you have to um, go over out of bounds and land in the island. And this is the, hay bales, right? around. There's the hay bales and then a road behind. It's kind of like it's not uphill, but it's – you're looking it's, at the it's green. On it's, yeah, it's, it's on a slight yeah. incline. Yeah, it's on a slope. Um, and the landing and, zone. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can have your second shot be a lot shorter if you kind of, you know, get to a smaller area of the landing zone, but you bring it, OB into play. Whereas you can play to a safer landing yes. zone if you play further away, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like an L shape. Oh, that's it, me. You you can get. You can do a so after your big drive, you can do a second like 120 foot shot to only have 130 200 feet into the green. So you don't have to go. Gotcha. You you can put yourself closer to that island. Um, but the rule here is if you miss the island green, it's not an extra stroke, and you don't. It's just so weird. It is so weird. That's so I, weird. I love it. Like, I just think of like it. Whole... Just it doesn't make sense. I I'm I'm actually kind of fine with it because I think it's kind of a fun rule because it, it makes people great. get a little more aggressive with it. But it doesn't make sense. I know it. It didn't make sense in my head because he threw five shots to get onto the green. <laughs> he missed it Ridiculous. five times. I think he got it on his six one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, put in for eight. So he six yeah. six shots. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really weird, unique hole. Um, yeah, he first, missed it five times. Yes, yeah, made his it on drive, the, missed it five times, made it on the seventh, tapped in for his eighth. Yes, yep. yeah, yeah, that's insane. And he was he had a one stroke lead. Going into that hole, I think it might have been two. I'm not this is hole sixteen. Hole, six, hole stretch, sixteen, man. like this is it. He puts the major. it. In, he puts it in on the first, second, maybe even that third time, and makes his that putt. He has a chance. Obviously, like yeah, it's, if he, it, it could go to a playoff. He could win it. Yes, circumstances completely change going down the stretch yes um and he goes and gets the snowman eight 
Coriolis had a little bit of a better drive and takes full advantage, gets onto the green and watched him do it in front of you. Like there's talk about like seizing your moment. How many more feet in front of AB was he? 50, 40, 50, like not significant. Okay, so he was like, in front. Yeah, like he was in front. He watched him do it. And like, Just... talk about smelling blood in the water and taking full advantage oh. of it. And also feeling bad at the same time. Because you're like, man, like, I wanted a chance to take this. And I'm, I almost feel like it's just being given to me now. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, for my first go tour win, I feel, I'm not I feel a little care. melancholy. I same. I would take it, but I'd feel a little bit of like melancholy, like, dang, yeah. especially a team member. Yeah. Because they're both on the Discraft Elite team, yeah. or whatever it's called. But that's what I mean. Disc golf is a very individual sport, and it is. You you gotta just. You got to execute, and Corey did. Anthony squandered it. AB has had an amazing year so far. Um, He maybe deserved to win that one, but I know it's not going to be his last chance. Um, He's still so young, so good. He'll be back um, in no time. I'd be willing to put a hefty wager that he will not make that mistake again. No. No. Um, so yeah, it was awesome. Uh, um, a lot closer and more exciting finish in the MPO division than the FPO, but dad, comment, man. We sh- we sound like broken records. Yeah. The sheer dominance from Kristen Tatar, like going in, it's always unknown. But then after those first like two rounds and getting herself the lead that much, it just is like I just want her to keep dom like crushing and crushing and crushing and just because who's gonna step up? Who is gonna step up? Who is able to challenge her? And it doesn't look like anyone. She's the she's so to going- give context and and the full yeah. story. Kristen Tatar won. Wire to wire, and second place was 20, 16, 20 16, strokes behind six, her? 16 strokes. Yeah, in a four-round tournament, and she took her foot off the gas after round two. Just didn't care. She was like, yep, I won. Like, I'll just go play for par. Yeah. She won a disc golf major after round one. Pretty much. <laughs> Nearly. She had a four stroke like, lead like she, after round one. And then I, I don't know. I I can't do the math after round two, but was far <laughs> ahead. Was far yeah, ahead. It was like it was halfway into round two that she had like a ten stroke lead and was just like, Okay, I'm just gonna coast. Yeah. And still ended up shooting so the hot round no day deal. three day three and four. Yeah, she shot so, even par and shot a hot round. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, she's, she's really good. She's the dominance. Yeah. I hope she goes for the sweep. Um, I hope yes. someone else in the the thing is like there's nothing that she does that is 
by and by and large, like greater than anyone else in the FPO division. Like she's not throwing it 520 feet. She's not making every putt inside circle two. She is not, not throwing her, young her, and crazy athletic. Yeah. She's not throwing her forehands like extremely far, but, but like what she has the most complete, well-rounded she's, she's game. She still misses putts. Yes. But no one else can capitalize right now. No. She has the clutch gene in her. Yes. She also has the like the it's not the scare factor, but they're just like when she is there, everyone else is just fighting for second. Like the Tiger Woods effect. It's like when she is there. Uh, the dominance factor yes like they're just happy to get second like that's a win to them and it's just like ugh, <laughs> just go out there i don't know it's crazy it's impressive it's so fun it's to crazy. watch yeah um for sure so yeah like she's awesome and killing it she if she keeps this up will i mean she if she really focused on the other tournaments that she lost this year which I feel like it would be hard to actually focus on every single tournament like that. Whereas yeah. this is a major, so she didn't yeah. focus up yeah. kind of thing. But she, if she did focus on every tournament, I'm sure she could win every every single one handily. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like it's not even fun as a viewer a little bit because you're like, well, it's not going to be much of a competition because she's going to win. But at the same time, it's like. I want to see your yeah. like, I want to see your win yeah. at all. I want to yeah. see I want to see the dominance. Yeah. 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 So it's it's kind of weird from a, a viewer's perspective. Yeah. No, it it's I mean, but, if if you're a Kristen know. Tatar fan, it's a great year for you. It's been a good few years for you. Um, and if you're not, it's um it's a tough road for you because your person is not going to be winning or getting close, it seems like. <laughs> In a major, at least. It's crazy. Cool. It's crazy. Uh, Anything else to add on the last two weeks in Europe? No. I mean, it looked like fun golf. The crowds looked amazing. Um, And it's hard for me to see, like, you know, the whole, oh, why can't the pro tour here, like, attract as many people as they do? Um and I don't know if I believe the it's the only time that they are over there is why it is busy because they're only in Portland once they're only in Emporia, Kansas once, like they're only in pockets Mm -hmm. of the, our country, like once throughout the year. Um, so I don't know if that, but in my head, one of the arguments that I have is, Europe is so much easier to travel in between like the sheer size Mm -hmm. of the United States, like to get to Emporia, Kansas, there's Kansas city is the closest big city. It's what two hours away, two and a half, maybe an hour. Like there's nothing close Emporia from KC. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an hour and 15. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there's the pro tour has started doing it this year, especially with like the Austin open. Um, they're going to find Portland open. They're finding venues and courses 
in bigger cities to draw bigger crowds. Um, and I wish they would kind of lower the price to just get more, more bodies, in. more feet on the ground. Like if you do yeah. five to $10 a head and children under 16 free, I guarantee you're going to get a lot more track foot traffic on your courses and tournaments than charging 20, 30 or more. Have more VIP yeah. like access, whatever, like have people pay for the, the different levels of accessibility at these courses, but getting, we need to just get more people before we think that our product is worth as much as it is. I feel like. Yeah. I think we're also just holistically looking at the growing pains of a younger sport and figuring out, you know, the actual money that can go into it. Yeah. This is a bit of a hunch as in, I don't have statistics or any documented data to support this, but in my mind, I feel like they've been having this exact tournament in Europe at this course, the beast, right? Mm -hmm. They've been having this tournament for the last seven, eight years. Easy. Yeah. Minus the 2020. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So they've had this tournament going on for a while. They've been able to to cater the grounds to it. They've, uh, especially where it's located in Finland is a disc golf Mecca. Yeah. Like people over there are way more into the sport per capita. Uh, For sure. So I feel like just having that as a background to it helps say, hey, this event is worth traveling to. You know, whether you're 30 minutes, two hours, you know, maybe even six hours. Like if I lived six hours away from there and I had the ability to go, I would totally do it because I know that event is going to handle it. Whereas in many of the tournaments here in the States, it's like the tournament's so young itself that. Mm-hmm. Like USDGC is the best attended tournament by far. Yeah. It's also the longest standing tournament in the U S oh, yeah. So I think as we develop these courses and tournaments and build a little bit more history, for instance, the preserve, if the preserve continues on the trajectory that it's going on, I think more and more people within Michigan, uh, you know, Wisconsin, all those areas will go to the preserve because it'll be such a good event to go to because there will be concessions. There will be, you know, designated areas for spectators to be. Whereas like for me, I'm in Colorado. There's not even a, there's no, the closest one is in Emporia and I have to drive eight hours to Emporia. Like, yeah, I, I could do that, but also that's, kind of too far whereas like if it were like two and a half hours away i'd probably do that yeah so like you said kind of getting these two more uh bigger cities bigger cities yeah yeah we're just more densely populated areas is what is necessary yes yeah yeah so cool yeah europe was fun glad to coming home and um excited to see some golf is the next course the one that we played or no? No, the next no. Eagle? It's not. It's not. That's not next. 
Thanks yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to double check the schedule. We'll we'll yeah. do a, a preview show for the next one, hopefully. Yeah. As uh things we're we're in our summer phase too, you know. So we're yeah, kind for of sure. irregular in our schedule, but uh we'll hopefully get more consistent for you. Yeah. Uh Dealer's Choice, do you wanna lead or do you want me to go first? Um I will ask a What's the word I'm looking for? A preceding question. Okay. Because I can't remember if I've asked this. Did we do burger toppings? No. Last the only okay. ranking we did was like Fourth of July. Was what I remember. Yeah. And candy a while ago. But okay, cool, cool, cool. Just want to double check. Uh, because I recently did a burger toppings draft with a couple buddies just talking about burger toppings. Yeah. And I I think it's a great great piece of discussion so with that piece of information do you want to go first or should we do the burger burger toppings raft uh let's do burger first and then go into mine okay cool i'm gonna flip tony Ted's is you tails is me cool tony's me Ted's. cool you're first um actually and we'll just do one-on-one we're not we're not doing snake not snake okay i'll go first then um i'm gonna go with and this is this is condiments. This is yep. Uh, yep. Actual topping items, and this is not including once it's the. Taken, it's it's gone. This is not including the like the patty. That's already kind of a given, right? This is what Correct. else? Okay, because that would have been my first yes. choice for a bur- then, burger. You need that, and and we're not necessarily building this exact burger right now, so it's not like you have to build this perfect burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, if you get your choice, what are you putting on your burger? Cool. Mine is going to be number one draft pick is bacon. And, uh, and that is a good pick. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can have... If, if not the best pick, it might be the one-on-one. It, like, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to, to pass it. Obviously you can have a burger without bacon, but it's, it's kind of hard it's, not to. Anybody who claims they're vegetarian or vegan or whatever... Anybody who claims that there's the, that they are those things, guaranteed they love bacon. Yeah. And if they say they don't, they're a dead liar. For sure. You can't you can't you can't hand them a plate of sizzling bacon, have the smell come into the room and have them not go, mm. like it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. It it's a good it is uh, good. It just every every meal it works. Breakfast, lunch dinner it it goes on everything Snack. so yeah yep it's one of my four and a half year old's favorite foods is bacon nice. uh so because i'm scared of it being taken i will go with lettuce because i love crisp hmm. cold lettuce on a burger nice that's a good one um i'm gonna go with This is kind of lame. Just ketchup. Everyone puts That's ketchup. Lame. You can do better. Okay, I'll do better. I'll do better. I'm I, gonna do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have taken it. No, no, um, no. That's your pick. You okay, took that's it. fine. Ketchup's my pick. I won't give you details on my I, my next one. Yeah, I wouldn't have taken it. So yeah, you could have had it till the last pick. I just know um, so many people. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of the generic staple, right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, 
I'm gonna go with mayo. Okay. It's funny. My favorite burger you, has mayonnaise on it. So if you go mayo, you know, you can toast it with the mayo on it too. And yep. it's yep. delicious. Yep. Yep. Um second choice or third pick is going to be this is kind of a two part avocado slash guacamole. They're of the same family, so I'm sure. taking I'm taking both. Um avocado. It's the guacamole. same thing, one's just smashed. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There's just there's nothing oh, that's better. That's fine. Than... You could have uh, taken that in the last pick as well because I don't like avocado. Yeah. I'm strange for it and I've tried. Yeah, it's fine. But that's okay. It's a Cali style. Every time you go to a restaurant and you look at a burger, if something has California in it, it just means it has avocado on it. It anytime. Right. It's weird. Yep. Okay, for my third pick, uh, I'm gonna go with pickles. Oh, see, I would never. I don't like pickles on my on my burger. Uh, I love pickles, just like yeah, pickle seeds. Uh, yeah. you know the big long spears. Yeah, I I, I like it, it's have so here's sound my weird thing. there. Yeah, but but liking them liking them sliced up, bunch of bunch of pickles on my burger. I like pickles when they are the little spear or a whole pickle. Um when they're cold just not on a burger but i do not like a cold pickle that is slightly warmed up from my warm burger just something about it just is like warm dill is just mm, doesn't doesn't rub me the right way um that's fine fourth pick okay, so you've got bacon ketchup and avocado yep and your fourth pick is, is gonna be onions god jeez, dude you are building a burger that I just don't care for at all. <laughs> I'm building. It's hilarious. I'm building the Red Robin guacamole bacon burger. Okay, <laughs> that's all I need in my life. Speaking of which, we did go to Red Robin twice while we were at USAM's. Shout out to that? Red Robins. Yeah. Red Robin, it was delicious. Did Both you times. know that I went to Red Robin the night before I flew out? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. So, I did three nights which, in thank a row. You for buying my burger. Yeah, I think I got it for free with my dad's royalty card, which I knew. And I then knew my mom I had, bought our mail the next yeah, day. Yeah, so. which I knew I had that because I went the day before. And so, yeah, my family yeah. has gotten lots of free burgers. Well, free. We've paid for nine and got the 10th free numerous times from Red Robin. So sure. sign up sign for, up for sure. your Red, Ro- Red Robin royalty burger card and you get a free birthday birthday burger. So, yeah, shout out Red which, Robin. I didn't get my I didn't get my birthday burger this year. Yeah. Well, you have to have your number and or email like signed up for it, which you probably do. But like, yeah, you you get you get an email for it. Check your spam. Check your spam folder. Anyways, Uh, yeah, I probably should do that every once in a while. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my fourth pick, which really could be my first pick, but I took the other things because I was scared you were going to take them, Mm -hmm. is barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. That's classic. Uh, I That's classic. love barbecue sauce. My burger, I go like when I make them at home, I go ketchup on the top, barbecue sauce on the bottom. I don't know why. That's just nice. how I've done it. So, um, uh, um, I could I could go another three extra rounds after our fifth. <laughs> do you want to stop at five or do you want to keep going? We can go a few extra. Yeah, we can go a few extra. Um, my last pick. Okay, so your fifth pick. 
is going to be a fried egg. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, that's a good one, huh? Oh, thanks, Siri. Siri just said that's not nice. Yeah. I'm calling myself an idiot. Uh, <laughs> dude, a fried egg on a burger makes it three times as good instantly. Yeah. Doesn't matter They're, what else you have on it. It's I so forget. good. Ah, oh, I'm such yeah. a... After all my home soccer games in college, my parents would be waiting for me out in the car and we'd go to this restaurant and I would have a Fabergé egg burger every single time I went there and it was so good and I loved it. So yeah, Dude, that's mine. That's mine. I had ramen for dinner. Nice. So you add egg everything to it? sounds have you heard that? Yeah, I made ramen for my daughters. Nice. Um because I love ramen. Are randomly into ramen right now. It's stuff so I mean, good. If if you work it up, it can be good. But like, I just had plain ramen. So like, no, I, talking about I, these burgers, I'm like, I slurp, I slurp that stuff out of the cup on the daily, not actually, but I could. <laughs> okay, well, for my fifth pick, I'm very disappointed that I didn't have egg, in the on the top of my mind, for my fifth pick, and this is a somewhat. New addition to my burger menu, mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, the sauce fire. Yep. Dude, the combination of mayo, barbecue sauce, and Chick-fil-A sauce. I had it literally last week in Oregon. Yeah. Fantastic. I new favorite like burger. Chick-fil-A sauce is it, it's obviously not the same, but like it kind of is barbecue with mayonnaise. Like yeah, the, it's, the it's a mix of uh of... Isn't it Thousand Island it's got a mayo bunch of or something? So- yeah. I can't remember. It's yeah. got other sauces in, in it. Um, I know the cane sauce has more like d- detailed out sauce that makes up cane sauce, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I made that made that the other week and it was yeah. fantastic. It's so, good. It's good. Yeah, th- um three more picks or yeah, three more picks. Three's good. Okay. I, I could think of three. All right, your sixth. Um I'm going to be specific with my cheese because I like it, but I'm going to do uh, pepper jack cheese. I like a little spice on, okay. this, on my burger. If, if I liked pepper jack cheese, I would be right there with you, but yeah. I don't like pepper jack cheese. Actually, I don't even really love cheese. Yeah. So if I have the choice between a hamburger and a cheeseburger, I'm going to take a hamburger just because I don't need the cheese. But of mm-hmm. course, cheese enhances. For sure. Um, for my sixth pick, I'm going to take tomatoes. Yeah, that's a good nice one. crisp tomato. When when you get a good summer tomato, it's like you could eat it like candy yeah. almost. You know? I did, I never put them on the burgers that I make because because like I, I, I never buy tomatoes. Well, <laughs> we buy tomatoes a lot, but oh, like, I don't want to just put like one or two slices on there and then like what do i do with the other three quarters of my giant tomato like i'm not just going to eat it like an apple well here's what you do you cut it up and you give it to the baby boy he does love tomatoes he eats them all day long my daughters love tomatoes so that's what when paisley was a a baby that's what we would do we'd cut up tomatoes and give her the the pieces we didn't you know like We'd cut up our slices for yeah, that what our burger use. or whatever it was that we were doing. And then the other pieces, you know, you dice them up and give her yeah. diced tomatoes. That's fun. Um, next pick going to be jalapenos. Oh, interesting. Yeah, spice up your life. 
pepper jacks, yeah, jalapenos, anything spicy. I'll take it. I'm imagining I'm imagining your burger now, and it started out like so basic, and now you got all the now you got egg and pepper jack cheese and and jalapeno. Even though we're not yeah. building it as one burger, it's just yeah. like yeah, it's getting I'd up there. be tempted to go build it right now though. Yeah. Uh, okay, for my seventh pick, two more to go. I'm gonna go butter. Yeah, as butter in bun. you butter your bun and then you toast it. Yeah, put it on the grill. Just, I mean, you could butter anything, and butter makes it better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You can butter is... me up. I know. I'm gonna just take it because. I, I want it, and when a burger is on this, it's so much better. But I'm going to take a brioche bun hmm. because they're just so much better than a standard hamburger bun. My wife's in here laughing at me. Huh? Getting a weird look. She's like, what are you guys talking about? I thought this was a disc golf podcast. We can talk about whatever we want on this disc golf podcast. That's true. That's true. She said that's, she said that's embarrassing. That's um, yeah. yeah just a, okay. brio- a brioche bun is light, buttery. When you toast it right, it just is like, hits the spot. Mm-hmm. It It's good. Well, funny enough, for my final pick, I was going that same vein, and I'm going to go with the pretzel bun. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. Dude, I love a nice salty pretzel bun. Yeah. Mm. Trader Joe's used to have. I eat pretzel little... rolls just for fun. Yeah, we used to have a little pretzel roll bun, and I'd make pulled pork sandwiches out of it all day long. Oh, yeah, yes. So sad. Catch so sad me on gone. that, dude. That's so good. Yeah. So all right, yeah, Costco every once in a while does the big bag of uh, pretzel buns. Yeah, Those are good. I just, it's hard for me to eat twenty of them without <laughs> <Not> feeling guilty. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's so. fair. Well, comment below what your uh, your ultimate burger is. Yeah. Whether you you know build out the perfect burger yourself or just your favorite toppings, let us know. Yeah, or if we missed any toppings that you're like, how could you forget X, Y, and Z? They are the yeah. I feel like there's got to be toppings. something that we're just blatantly missing. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there always is. So, all right, yeah. dealer's choice. So, I found out that. A new 18-hole course got put in kind of close to me. No. So there, there's an existing nine-hole course. Um, the golf kinda, course? No, not the golf course. It It's oh. about 10 miles away. No, not 10 miles. I rode my bike there with my dog. Um, about six miles away. It takes about 20 minutes to drive there. Weird how time works like that. But California. Yeah, kind of an unused area under some power lines. There was there's some grass. Okay. And they had nine holes. I've played there numerous times. Um, the power lines continue obviously because they don't just like pop up in the middle of nowhere. And they added weird. eighteen holes on these undulated hills to go play. So I went out with my dog. Um, the- they added an extra nine or they added an extra 18, 18. 18 so 27 so holes. it's now 27 27 holes yay orange county like way to go california yeah but i will say like 
it's a very raw course and it's still yeah. very like hunter friendly like all i brought was like harpoons and down in my bag um there were two hole there's three holes over 300 feet one of them was they said 430 but i don't think it was like it was far but it didn't look full 430 far um gotcha but yeah. whatever it is yeah but um it was really fun it was cool um but while i was there i found two discs and whoa i'm gonna give you clues as to yes. i'm gonna try to give you clues as to what they are um so turn the phone around so you you can't see i'm gonna show everyone that is watching so everyone that's watching these are the discs that i found okay um and we'll go from there all right we're good okay are you giving me clues or am i guessing um I'll give you one clue. I'll give you one clue at a time. We'll just go one okay. disc and then one disc. Um, and then we'll yeah, go like we did a couple weeks ago. Yes, yes. Um, cool, cool. First clue is Innova. And I'm going to try to be as vague as possible, but like get like step by step, get you closer. So kind of yeah. being as, as vague as possible first, Innova. Yep, I'm gonna guess plastic and disc on each. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go star sidewinder. Ooh, no. Um, we're gonna go. I'm just gonna say. Fairway driver. Uh, I can't. I can't give you I can't, the next clue. You'll get it, but. Champion leopard three Ooh, not quite third guess is six speed dx leopard, Let's DX go. leopard. of course three guesses this is i remember i had one of these yeah i'm pretty sure it's orange but there are probably so many of these dx leopards out in the wild um in the water stuck in trees i'm sure they float bushes that haven't been be turned back hour, in but years I, I i would love to know the statistic on how many players that that was their first one of their first discs that they picked up it i has, would actually rather know the statistic on how many players have never owned a dx leopard I mean, I'm sure those would be synonymous with each other, no? Yeah, but, like, you assume that everybody has. So, in my mind, it's, like, Who probably has? only 10% have not. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. like, you're you're considered rare if you have not added exactly. DX Leopard. Yeah, for sure. In for fact, sure. I still have my OG DX Leopard. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't have mine. I think I tossed it and left it somewhere and i didn't want it anymore i upgraded to the explorer and i was not looking back oh okay number two yeah Hmm. 
I'm trying not to, I'm trying to find out you're not you can you can look. I'm not showing people. They know what it is. Here, yeah. how about I do uh I'll guess on these ones. What do you mean you'll guess? Like I'll I'll make guesses and you say yes or no. Like twenty one questions. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Mid range. No. Do I have to tell you? Hutter. Uh no. Uh fairway driver. Innova manufactured. No. Latitude 64 manufactured. No. Discraft manufactured. No. Holy cow. Uh, is it understable? No. Is it Sheesh, I know. I don't think it's manufactured. Is it? Uh, is it made in the USA? No. Oh. Is it made in China? No. What? I don't think so. Huh. Pretty sure. I cannot think. I I'm pretty sure it is made. Where the European Open was. In Finland. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 74% positive it's made there. Well, okay. So it's not Latitude. It's not West Side. It's not DD. Not Casta. I cannot think of a manufacturer right now. Yeah, the, I, I am correct. It is from Finland. Um, it's a newer company, kind of. Oh, is it um, Clash? Correct. Is it a cookie? Yes, I got a cookie, dude. I, just, I, I stumbled upon. Do you it. love? Do you love the way it feels? It's different. It's so rounded. It's it so is, rounded. and it's still stable. But it's it deeper than Brazos. It's deeper. Yep. It's um, like it's like a, a it's like an instinct, but a little bit more rounded. And I love the way that it feels. In my head, this is what I think a six speed should feel like. Interesting. You know, like. A six oh. speed a six speed should not be pointy, even if it has a smaller like diameter rim. Like this is what a six speed should be, like not qualified as, but like this is what it should be. And then the seven speed has more beveled of an edge. But no, I threw it today just because it's so rounded. Yeah, I threw it today, and yeah. like you said, it 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 is still pretty stable. Um, I liked it. So yeah, no names yeah. on those, but if you played at the Ladera Ranch disc golf course and you lost your cookie or DX Leopard on hole 17, um, find us on Instagram at left hand underscore backhand and I will get it back to you. Is that our handle? And I don't, I don't even some, know. But. Like, something like that. You can yeah. just search it. 
uh, I mean, if you follow the pod, I'm sure you follow, follow the <laughs> Instagram channel. But uh, if somebody has gotten this far in this podcast and that was one of their discs that they lost there and they contact you to get it returned. I'll, I'll give you like I 10 will, other discs. I don't even care. I will personally add five more to that return. For sure. But we need proof of evidence that it was actually your disc. Yes. Yep. As in a picture of what you had before. Yeah. So, you know, like when you're at the store and you send a, and you you find a cool disc and you send a picture to your buddy and that, yo, I just bought this disc or something like yeah. that. Like yep. we need that type of evidence. Yes. It'll, it'll be there. Someone will, will confess. So, all right. Well, that's a good transition for in the bag because yeah. you just tested a, a new disc that you found cookie there is a specific new disc that you, you have thrown from our lone star lineup yes that i've not thrown yet yeah that there was just a facebook post on did you see or input on flight numbers yeah. yeah yeah i haven't thrown it but i voted based on what you said but i would love for you to uh give us a little more info on your experience with the new Artemis. Yes. Um, so I have the Artemis in the Alpha and Delta. I don't know if it's one or two. I think it's Delta one. Is it stiffer? I think so. I think I purposely got that. And Delta two. Okay. Then it's Delta two. Um, plastic. And it is super comfortable in the hand. It feels just like a zone. Like it feels like one, but it does not it's quite so fly like weird. one. It does not quite fly like one. It it's it's weird. The the D two one is nice and flat, flat. Um, I think it flies exactly like a beat in, um, like jawbreaker zone. Like it feels like one. It looks like one. It throws ah. just like one. It's not like a really beat in jawbreaker zone. But it's like it's torque resistant straight disc. It's not gonna be like yeah. super dumpy. So like it has the like integrity of an overstable mold, but in that baseline plastic keeps it straighter. So I actually really like it. It's super comfortable. Um not currently in the bag, but I could see it maybe kicking out the copperhead. But I like this I like a slower speed for my just like 90 to yeah, plus the copperheads are caltrop yeah i like i like a slower speed disc for those shorter approaches um but i could definitely get yeah. used to it um it could be like if i have it could be like a tick straighter harpoon so i could go like harpoon that disc and then a, a dune the Artemis and a Dune, if I want like different tiers, um, kind of in that mm. mid range slot, um, but it's it's okay. I like the D one good. It feels really good. It feels great. Um, the Alpha, mine has a little bit of that like dome dome in the middle of it. Um, it's not quite pop top, and I threw it on a hole and. It was with a forehand and I went to just like, I didn't throw it super hard, but I definitely like 
gave it any off-axis torque, didn't like go straight hyzer yeah. with it. And it just it turned over and it stayed turned over the entire time and then just like panned flat, but it didn't like come back. So for my flight numbers, wow. I gave it I gave it a four four negative one two. Okay. Because that's kind of what it was. Like when you throw it off axis, it gets a lot of turn, but will kind of like self-correct at the end. It's not gonna it's not a roller disc. It's it's not that but only at the end it'll correct itself. Only at the end it'll correct. So like you can get a lot of like mid-flight turn and have it just like self, but it's weird because I've thrown it backhand and thrown it pretty flat, thrown it like I think for me, pretty flat is mostly hyzer. Like it's just a less severe hyzer. So like it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't really it doesn't flip up and it was it is a, a little dumpy like it it turns it finishes harder than a, a harpoon does um but if you if you throw it with any or flat like actually flat it'll hold that the whole time and then just like finish back uh. straight so it's it's weird how like you can make it overstable but it's not always overstable it's not naturally as overstable as they were intending for it to be no yeah and that's like for me that that type of disc the zone the tactic the razor claw i'm wanting a disc that i don't mind if it does turn like that's okay but i'm needing it to self-correct and fight back and finish hard 95 percent of the time like unless i really crank it over on accident like if it's a bad release into a headwind understandable like but i'm wanting a disc that i can i don't have to think about my angles so much as much as power and aiming to get it to just dump to the left or right yeah no that that makes sense interesting so you threw the Artemis. Was there anything else that was newer or, or that you're maybe testing out in your bag? Um, I did get the Charlie Mad Cat through that Ooh. one today. The Altu, I think it's Altu Goose, Altu Goose tournament open that they're that they are making them. They made them for. It the, is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is absolute money it is so yeah. nice it is so good is it straighter or more way stable straighter. than the way straighter not way straighter but way like straighter it it is way straighter yeah like oh it, it's so good if and if i if i wanted to mold minimalize in my bag i could probably take out my brazos and just go three mockingbirds three mad cats i'd I really don't need the uh, what's the super overstable one, the chupacabra. Chupacabra. Like I, I really don't need it. So like, if I want to completely minimalize, just not have it. Um, yeah, but I can I have that. I, can I don't have use that in. it in in normal rounds, but I have it in a tournament just in case you need that shot kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but that's super cool to hear because like I have thrown the mad cat a few times backhand lately. And it's just more stable than I 
give it credit for. Like I, yeah. I tried to throw it on Annie and it didn't like turn. It doesn't turn. Yes. When exactly. I threw it on Annie. It like it kind of just like straight like no, it didn't even hold. It just straightened out. Yeah. And then faded. Yes. It was yeah. weird. It, like it's either, like a true... either I threw it very poorly, but it was just like I wanted to throw I threw it on Annie trying to get it to kind of force over and yeah. then fade out. And there was no forcing over it. It just like flattened. Yeah. No, it it's yeah. the the Mad Cat. It, the two that I have in the Alpha Plastic are a true zero, and then like two to two point five fade. Like they are not flipping up. They are not turning like big S turns. This Charlie one feels a lot more like a overstable escape where it's like mm. it's not like if you put on enough hyzer it's not really going to like flip up but like you can force it over and get very tight natural s lines with its flight like it's going to hold up to a lot That's of torque sweet. it's gonna you can get it to turn but you know it's always going to come back and it's just like it's so nice it gets a little bit extra like glidiness to it but I think that's a lot to do mm. with the fact that it does actually like turn mid-flight instead of just fighting out and Dump. wanting to get to the ground. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. And you said it, it's the Charlie plastic is like more comparable to champion. It, yeah. It's in terms like of, in terms of look, yeah. what, what would you compare the actual feel of the plastic more to? I'd say just like trilogy lucid. Like the stock, yeah, lucid. Um, where I it's like, like lucid, dude. It's, it's good. It's it, good. It's just good. It's just yeah. good. It. I like it better than Z. I like it better than Champ. Yeah, like, I for me, like when I hold a Z or a Champion disc, it feels stiff. Too stiff. And I know yeah. it's gonna be overstable. Like that <laughs> yes. compared to a star, like it's a tier above. This is like, yeah, not necessarily the opposite, but you have the alpha which is stiffer and more overstable and then the charlie is like just a little bit more give a little bit more gummy like when you rub your finger over the top you you feel your thumb kind of like indent slightly um so it's really good i like it interesting so compared to founders is um, it just the same field just without the metal flake it's less stiff. It's less stiff. Founders, founders, the the metal flake adds some stiffness to it, but not okay. much. Not much. Just yeah. a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So, well, I, really I need like to it. still get my Q three allotment. Yeah. And I still need to get my team shirt and patch. But yeah. the Charlie Mad Cat is. It was second on my list behind the Artemis, but now I don't yeah. even need to mess with the artemis i yeah i don't think so the harp their harpoon i'm just i have two harpoons i have the d2 one and the the alpha one and those are my my go-to kind of approach slash state like stable mids in my bag yep so cool yeah well last in the bag uh piece before we jump to what we're looking forward to this week Mm -hmm. uh I teased for a while now the prospect of me changing putters. Mm. I I have report. Okay. 
Art thou spill, ready for my report? Spill the beans. Uh, I got myself a few jackrabbits, hey. which is a the flight numbers on it are three three zero three. Oh, I giving it flight numbers. I would give it like a two two zero three. Like I could see they that. are in fact very stable. Yeah, they don't get glide, and I yeah. don't think it's a three speed. Just like the copperhead is a three speed, the yes. jackrabbit's a two yeah, speed. Yeah, it, it's definitely but, deeper. Yeah, beefier hand feel, slower through the air. Yeah, and it is very rounded, like mm-hmm. to the point where it's just kind of like bulky. Yeah, and I got five of them in the V one plastic. Yeah. And I was super excited because I wanted something that was going to be more stable than the inner core for putting and kind of just, you know, jam it into the chains. My report is that it didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I was very excited. And uh, I played around with um, Tina Oakley. And Erica Stinchcomb, shout out to them if they end up listening to this episode because they both follow the podcast now and oh, they nice. follow us on Instagram, which is pretty sick. Uh, so shout out to them. The first round I ever played with them was up at Beaver Ranch that morning. And then I played in the afternoon with them and I used the Jackrabbits and I was missing everything inside of or outside of 10 feet. Like yeah. I was missing 15 footers because one, the plastic was very bouncy. Yeah. Like the V1 plastic, it would just like hit the chains and just like bounce off. Like I, I couldn't make a putt, but two, it just had, I had to spin it so hard to get the glide that I needed or that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I just had a hard time with it. Couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So I have one in the bag that I throw just for fun because it's, it is kind of a fun putter to throw because it's so stable. Like you yeah. can throw it on tight flex lines and it's, yeah. it's more it's... stable than the copperhead for sure to yeah. me. Way, 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 uh, way more, way more. Yeah. Like the, co- the copperhead is still my go-to. I use it for everything and I could, I, I don't need the jackrabbit in my bag and I have hardly thrown it, but yeah. Uh, I knew I wanted something different than the inner core in terms of just like having a slightly more stable finish, something I know I can aim to the left left center of the basket and it's going to fade into the center of the basket. Whereas mm-hmm. the inner cores were starting, I had to put like a lot of hyzer on them. And so I just kind of became inconsistent with my putt. Yeah. Granted, I needed to just get new ones, which I left them at the warehouse when I worked at the warehouse last uh but i grabbed my links nice and i putted with those for the last two weeks while i was gone and go I back missed... in love yeah good oh i missed my links so much i my purple ones yeah my purple swirly ones yeah i was putting with the hard link and it was i mean i still suck at putting yeah but we i all do i i didn't I guess maybe not suck. I still struggled, but I felt like I struggled less. Good. Good. For instance, it was I not it was not the 20... putter that was messing up. It was just you. Correct. But it, yeah. it just gave me a little added confidence. 
I missed multiple like 20 to 25 foot putts for birdie while I was in Oregon. Yeah. But I also made several 30 to 45 foot putts for par. And those par putts just felt like straight cash going out of the hand. Like it, nice. it was, it was nice. So my putting report, I tried the jackrabbit and uh, it wasn't for me. Which just shows that putting is all about finding the putter that you feel confident with, because you can make any of them work. But yeah. finding the plastic you like, what feels good in your hand, and what you feel like you can replicate the same putting motion the most, and the links just felt home. It was yeah. good. Perfect. Good. So, that's my report. Nice. Um, so that's gonna wrap up the in the bag. Um, what are you looking forward to? disc golf wise this upcoming week few days you know i don't have any plans presently to uh play any disc golf i'm gonna try to sell some some discs and uh my bags that i've been needing to sell for a while now because i need to recoup some funds fund with the d which is not very fun uh but then i have the Colorado State Championships coming up here in a month or so. Nice. So that'll be the next thing I am looking forward to. You. Yeah. Forward what courses? To... What what courses are those at again? Is it the Fort Morgan? Uh, upper Upper Badlands and Bird's Nest. Adams Hollow. Oh, Adams. Yeah. Okay. I I I feel like my pool. They're not doing at Bird's Nest anymore. No, they might. But... Be, I don't know. I heard room or I was talking to Kyle Harrigan. He said that things were changing, which uh side note, Kyle would be a great person to have on the pod. Yeah. I would love to just I would love that dude to like connected. He's yeah, so the, awesome. The background on like T D stuff. Cause N A D U T. Yeah. So let let's uh let's put a pin in that. We'll we'll talk about that a little more. But yeah. Um but yeah, I'll talk to Kyle. I work with him in the warehouse sometimes. Cool. So well, actually, he works at the warehouse, and when I work at the warehouse, I'm working with him. So. See him. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, so you've got a new course. Is there anything else you're looking forward to coming up? Um, In two weeks, I'll have a tournament. So not this coming weekend, but the next, I'll have a one-day, two-round tournament. Um, So I'm planning tomorrow. Where's that at? Uh, La Mirada. So I'm hoping to Sweet. get revenge on the last time I played there. Yeah, buddy. Um, I dropped down to MA2 to hopefully – I don't think I'm sandbagging because I, I know I'm not that good. Um, just to give myself a little bit more competitiveness, be um, closer yeah. to competing for – like actually playing for something instead of just going out there and paying for a play, playing round. So – uh, playing yeah. MA2, playing both lakeside and backside. So I'm going to go out tomorrow and they have their like weekly tag matches out there and going to get some practice. So excited Sweet. for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Very Perfect. cool. Well, yep. we decided we're going to change up our two minute drill to be what we're looking forward to since there's not always a drill or something that we need to work on. So we're always working on it. Again, so doesn't, yeah. Yeah, our fourth and final segment was kind of just going to be if there's stuff that we're looking forward to slash what's on the horizon for us. Yeah. Slash, you know, potential uh, recap of like a previous week's mm-hmm. fourth segment. For so. sure. 
for sure. So, so let us know in the comments. Um, what are you looking forward to coming up this week or next or what your next big tournament is or anything that you're working on? Um, we love hearing from you guys. So thank you for listening. Um, there's another episode of the left hand backhand and we'll see you guys next week. Lefties out.